The Pasuk in the beginning of Parshas Ba'era tells us Ba'era el Aram el Yitzchak ve'el Yaakov be'el Shaddai u'shmi Adonai lo nadati lahem. The Pasuk says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu that he has appeared in the past to the uh, forefathers, to Avram Yitzchak and Yankiv. He's, he's shown his self to them. He's spoken to them. He's convened with them. However, he's always appeared to them with the name Shakai. The shame of Hashem, of Yudke Vavke, that your forefathers, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, they didn't know about. Rashi famously says, It's not that uh, I didn't let them know about it. They didn't recognize, they didn't realize that name of mine in this world. They might have been made aware of it, but they didn't actually experience the name of Hashem. That name of Hashem is Midas Amitos Shali. Says Rashi, I appeared to them and they experienced me, they understood me, and they realized me only with the name of Shakai. The name of promises of Abtacha, there's a Mida of Hashem, there's a name of Hashem of Shakai, which refers to the fact that I promised. I made a pledge that I would take care of them, that I would take care of their children, there would be an ultimate Geula, an ultimate Yeshua, a Yerusha of Eretz Yisrael, <clears throat> and a great Nachla. However, Shmi Hashem, they didn't experience the name of Hashem. The name of Hashem is the one which is Mekayim, which fulfills that pledge, which makes good on that promise. That name, your forefathers, Avram and Yaakov, they didn't have the zuchus, the merit of experiencing. That's going to be you, Moshe Rabbeinu. You're going to experience that. But the question really begs itself. This Rashi is so strange. Is it really true that uh, that the Kaddish Baruch Hu can appear to the Jewish people, to Avram and Yaakov, just with a promise, without a finishing, without a uh, fulfillment of that pledge? Does that make any sense? What's the point of making the promise? HaKadosh Baruch Hu has the ability, he's kol yachal, he's omnipotent, he has the ability to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Why does he have to make a havtacha to the avos and then fulfill the promise later on? Why does he have to separate into stages of promises and fulfilling the pledge? Why not just do it when he says he's going to do it? Why does he have to have this stage where the avos know him only by the promise and don't know the fulfillment, and only later in time will HaKadosh Baruch Hu fulfill that pledge? Rabbi Yerucham Levavitz, the great Mashkiach, has a beautiful mimer about this, a beautiful shmuz. And in that context, he says that we realize from here that the havtacha, the promise, is also a shem Hashem. The promise, the pledge, the havtacha, is also a midah. It's also an attribute of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And because it's an attribute of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's a way by which we're supposed to live as well. He gives the mashal, the analogy to a seed. Because even though it's true that a seed, a little tiny apple seed, it doesn't look like a tree, it doesn't look like an apple, it's not a fruit. But even so, you see all the potential for that tree, which is going to give off those fruits, those apples later in history, all of it is contained within that little seed. So much so that you make a bracha on the seed if you would eat it, if you would partake of it and benefit from that seed. Says Rabbi Rucham that there's a world in which we live in, which is a world of havtacha. Not always is HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the mode of fulfilling the promise. Sometimes we're living in a world of havtacha. The Avos lived in a world of promise where HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a pledge to them. But since they had Amuna, since they knew fully well that HaKadosh Baruch Hu would take care of them, would eventually fulfill that pledge, they lived in a world where it was as if that pledge was fulfilled. The promise was a source of strength. The promise was a source of bitachon. And therefore, they were able to live a life of shakai. They were able to live a life of recognizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu completely through his midah havtacha, through his attribute of promising something towards the future. The uh, Rabbi Racham explains... That in uh, Baruch Shammar, we say every day, Baruch Omer vi Osa, Baruch who says and he does. What are we praising Hashem for saying? Everyone can 
Oseh, he's the one who does. The answer is no, there's a Mila, there's something special to the fact that Hashem is Omer as well. The fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu makes a promise to us, that he has a relationship with us, that he tells us what's going to be, even until the point where it actually comes to fruition, even until that point where that seed turns into a tree, we're living in a world of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Havtacha. We're living in a world where that promise is also very real. That promise is a Metzias as well. If we have a strong enough emuna, then even just the promise itself, the Havtacha alone, is something which gives us a great source of comfort, a great source of Yeshua, even in the time before it's actually fulfilled. We're living right now in a time, a very scary time, a very dark time, a very confusing time. But it's a time with great haftacha, with great promise. We have to live with an emuna, with a faith, with a strong and abiding faith in that haftacha, in that promise. We know what a Kaddish Baruch Hu guarantees us. We know that the haftacha is real. And if we live with a knowledge of that reality... Then even if it's not Shmi Hashem Hashem Lonodati, even if it's not a idea currently, an express idea or experience of Hashem, of Mekayim Emunaso, of Mekayim Haftachaso, but we can live right now in a world of Shakai with the strength, with the knowledge, with the comfort, with the understanding that there is a Geula, there is a Yeshua, there is a Nechama coming soon, and Bisyat Deshmaya, we should realize that Nechama, that Yeshua, that Geula, Bimher Amenu Amen.